Good morning. It's July 5th. It's a hot morning in New York City, on the way to a hot day. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. When last we spoke, I said we'd talk again on Monday. I was wrong. We took a long weekend to celebrate American independence, but now we are back, for real. Monday, it turned out, was the hottest day in recorded history of the planet. But before we got the chance to talk about that, yesterday, Tuesday, the 4th of July, was even hotter. Yesterday's average temperature, according to the Washington Post, was 62.92 degrees Fahrenheit, breaking Monday's record of 62.62 degrees Fahrenheit. The particular modeling system that creates this particular leaderboard has only been in place since 1979. However, a climate scientist who spoke to the Post said that the historical and prehistoric records suggests that it has not been this warm for at least 125,000 years since the last interglacial thawing period. Presumably it was also hotter than this the day the big asteroid hit the Yucatan and set off the global firestorm that wiped out the dinosaurs. But our own little apocalypse is plenty impressive. The Post writes, In the United States, 57 million people were exposed to dangerous heat on Tuesday, according to the Washington Post's extreme heat tracker, At the same time, China was gripped by a sizzling heat wave. The Antarctic is hotter than usual during its winter, and temperatures in the north of Africa reached 122 degrees Fahrenheit, Reuters reported. Before this week, the previous hottest day was August 14, 2016. The next record-setting day could be today. The heat dome over the U.S. isn't going anywhere. The El Nino weather pattern continues to drive temperatures up, and we're just getting started on Northern Hemisphere summer. Who knows how many more records we might set this week. Monday night in Philadelphia... Someone reportedly armed with an untraceable homemade ghost gun and an AR-15 killed five people and injured four others before surrendering to police. Three people were killed in Fort Worth when, the Times writes, several men started firing indiscriminately into a crowd. And on Sunday, 28 people were shot, two of them killed, at a block party in Baltimore. On the same page of the Times as the shooting news today, A-15, There is a reminder that it's the one-year anniversary of the killing of seven people at the Highland Park, Illinois, 4th of July parade last year. And a federal judge in Louisiana turned Elon Musk's fictitious conspiracy theory about the Twitter files into a court order barring various agencies of the Biden administration from communicating with social media sites about problems with their content. Judge Terry A. Doty, a Trump appointee, whose brain is apparently curdled by misinformation, said that the executive branch is not allowed to flag misinformation, while a lawsuit by Republican attorneys general against the federal government is going forward. The Times quotes the judge's opinion as saying, If the allegations made by plaintiffs are true, the present case arguably involves the most massive attack against free speech in United States history. The plaintiffs are likely to succeed on the merits in establishing that the government has used its power to silence the opposition. Whereas a Republican judge imposing a gag order on a Democratic administration, restricting its ability to engage with the flow of information and misinformation, is doing what exactly? That is the news. Thank you for listening. Here's where, in the interest of wrapping things up, I usually give a perfunctory solicitation. But this time, I'm going to dig a little deeper and say, for real, The Indignity Morning Podcast, like the Indignity Newsletter, relies on your subscription support, and we could use more of it. If you are not already a paid subscriber to Indignity, please subscribe. Just take a minute, go click that little button, 
send us some money, and make our business model a little more viable. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with a friend and encourage them to subscribe as well. If you don't like the podcast but like the newsletter, send your friend a newsletter and encourage them to subscribe. I feel like public radio doing a fun drive right now, but we don't have Archer Daniels Midland stepping up to help underwrite our activities. It really is all you, the readers and listeners, who sustain us. Thank you again. Spread the word. Order a copy of 19 Folktales if you want, and we will talk again tomorrow.